Hey guys, welcome back to Quarantine, episode 20. Uh, my guest today is actually one of my very first friends in the comedy community, uh, Jared Levin. And I don't really want to give too much away in the intro because this is just a wild episode. Uh, Jared lives a crazy life and, um, and just crazy stuff will reveal itself throughout this episode as I talk to him uh, right from the start. So without further ado, I just want to jump right in. Episode 20 of Quarantine with Jared Levin. Jared, where are you? I live in a closet. No. Do you By really USB. live in a closet? Yeah, this is the closet I'm in. Oh my god. Oh man, have you just been in that closet for two for a month and a half now? Oh, you know, I get I, you know, I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So, you're who whose place are you living at? Uh, do you know uh Castro? Castro. I think so. Bald? Shaved head? Yeah. Shaved head like b- beefy guy. Yeah, I live uh, I live in this place. Saint, does, sure. Doesn't he have a family? No. Uh, no? maybe no. No. Oh. <laughs> you know Sean Karen? Yeah. Yeah, he lives in the same building or the same apartment. Oh, so you live with Castro and Sean Karen. Yeah. How's Sean doing? Sorry. Oh, uh, Sean, Sean's Sean's doing good. Uh, he lost his um proof of address because he's filing for unemployment so i heard him at six in the morning go fuck <laughs> and then he does <laughs> trash i've been uh i've been trying to do that too how about yourself oh yeah i just i just filed i i got the claim now i gotta wait yeah i know i know i gotta get i gotta check my mail i probably got a thing in the mail from them um it's weird for me because i'm an independent contractor i don't know about i don't know about you are you through independent what i am too yeah Surf lessons? So is it unemployment from surf lessons? Yep, surf lessons. Last time I worked was the Ides of March. So so I got to know more about this closet you're in. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, first <laughs> off. How many hours a day do you spend in the closet you're living in? Dude, These are the lot. smallest quarters I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, look at the lighting, though. <laughs> the lighting's amazing are you spending like i spend most of my time in my room i like spend most of my time doing stuff in here are you spending most of your time in there yeah wild just dude, I- <laughs> dude, being short's great man i can fit in here i'm like a japanese capsule <laughs> it's you know, like, like uh it's like one of those little pods and um <laughs> In uh, in Fifth Element, when they go to sleep on the ship, yeah, exactly. Um, how long have you been quarantining for? When did you start like not going out and doing stuff? When they shut down everything. When they shut everything down. But like, was it like the Tom Hanks day, or was it like a week after that? Oh, it was a week after. It was a week after. You were like, you were like, I'm going out. If it gets me, it gets me. Yeah. How about you? Uh, Tom Hanks moment. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, Tom I'm, Hanks. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a freak. I'm neurotic. I'm scared. Uh, the moment I heard Tom Hanks could get it, I was like, which is actually similarly similar to how I felt when he announced he had diabetes. I was like, I'm going on a diet. Tom Hanks can get diabetes. Tom Hanks is like Tom Hanks has alerted us to many different health uh, health problem possibilities. Yeah. Um, Doing a service for us all. Um, coconut water. So what are you doing to keep yourself busy? Dude, I'm just getting high. 
You're just getting. <laughs> Dude, I've been uh, getting stoned watching Netflix, playing video games, jerking off. What what system do you have? 3DS. 3DS. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I've never. Um, uh, I've never, I've played it once at uh, E3 when I was doing like a film thing for there. It's, uh, you went to E3? Oh man. Well, I got I got I got hired to work at E3, so oh, I was. Oh, I was you working. got press press access. I got press access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, it was all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't really care about video games that much. Um, yeah. so, I mean, my roommate has a PS4, but I haven't played it at all since the, since the pandemic started. No, I like, I like that one game, Rocket League. Uh, okay. That's, that's like the beat. one game I like, but, uh, I haven't, I haven't played it. No, I've been doing, I've been trying, you know, I've been trying to keep busy doing like the podcast writing. Um, oh, so you're being productive. I guess, so. you know, I just like ah if only i had two months with nothing to do and nowhere to be where i could just get some of these things done and it's like like you ever think like like man you know jail would be great if it wasn't for the rape you know i could go to jail and like work out and my dad lawyer is he you called me like a couple weeks ago he's like i've been locked up since uh october i'm supposed to be extradited the feds are after me Wait, so he's he's in jail in the Philippines, in the Philippines. He's in jail. So he's supposed to be extradited here from the Philippines. Yeah. Does the Philippines extradite to the U.S.? Yeah, it used to be a colony of the U.S. So they're oh, like interesting, interesting. But I know that uh, that that guy that's in charge, he's like a real psychopath. But I guess yeah. Trump likes psychopaths. Yeah, dude, it's a circle jerk. Psychos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so your dad got caught in the Philippines. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure what the details are. I showed Ben the article and he just laughed and I'm like, okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh great. Uh, well, I, my heart, my heart breaks for you. I mean, I don't even know what to think about it, but I just hope you're all right. Well, that's why I had those meltdowns on stage last I rem- time. I remember. I remember. There was like, there was like Jared who was like all fun and pratfalls and, <laughs> And like zaniness, and then like you're getting up there, and it was like real introspective and and, and sad. I was like, now Jared's become a stand-up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to do observation humor, but it kind of failed. I had a Bill Hicks moment. Yeah, yeah. No, because yeah. like I did auditions, and they're like, "Are you visiting your family?" And I'm just like, I'm like, I get like real, I, like it's just like. When people keep asking me over and over, it's just like I wasn't gonna bring it up. You brought it up. You know, oh, it I brought for, it up. It makes for good podcasting. It but, does. Uh, but uh, I was, you know, I was gonna be respectful because I imagine it's tough. I imagine it's a tough thing to oh, talk yeah. about. I um, live in denial. You live in denial. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're a good dude, Jared. You're you, you you've remained a good dude. In fact, you and Ben, I consider to be my very first comedy friends. Um, it's true. We grinded it out. Uh, yeah, I like you know I have like incredibly fond memories of the early days of Ben driving us around to Ha Ha Cafe back like in like like when Burt's and Fourth Wall were just starting, but we were like fuck uh, fuck slotted mics. Now I work <laughs> now, now I work for them. Um, <laughs> now it's like but, Godfather. Everyone, there's a slotted wars. I've thought about that. I thought I, I, I considered for a moment 
doing my next documentary on the slotted wars. I was going to call it slotted wars. <laughs> I thought I, I mean, there's so many. Huh? I was like, I, I am sorry for spilling wine on uh, Rachel's couch, but Rachel gave me the wine and, you know, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely her fault for giving you wine. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I can't hold can't hold you spilling wine against you. Um, uh, do you mind my asking what you pay in rent for the closet? Oh, yeah, because I asked you because you said you had rent available and you said... Uh, that I'm like that's out of my price range. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like two seventy. Two seventy. Oof, oof. I, I, it's like it's like both because that's like the most reasonable rent I've ever heard of in Los Angeles, and also because that's way too much to pay for a closet. So is it literally? <laughs> yeah. Is it literally a closet? Well, it used to be a laundry. Uh, let's see. So you see where the laundry used to be? <laughs> I'm the washer and the dryer. <laughs> so is there no washer or dryer in the apartment anymore? No. Okay. It's where I am. And where's the location? Where are you located? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the hood, south, uh, by USC. You're by USC. So you're not even, like, paying 275 for a closet in, like, WeHo. You're like yeah. paying two seventy five for a closet, and that I think you're paying too much. I think I would uh, I would try to talk that down. My ex said she's like you're paying too much. That's what wait, what? My ex, your ex broke up. You were living with your ex, right before? Yeah, yeah I got caught cheating. Uh, this girl oh. wrote me a love letter, so uh, I kind of I kind of I kind of put myself in a bad situation, but we're we're on good terms. That's good. That's good. Um, Oh, okay. So wait, wait. No, that's interesting. Um, so your dad gets busted by the feds, and you do shit like fuckboy stuff, like cheating and stuff. Here, it's like you know, I, now, I'm going through a crisis. Were you doing the cheating before your dad got in trouble? After. After. So it was only after that, like you went through, you went yeah. through just an emotional breakdown. And, yeah. Uh, and lashed out. And lashed out. So I guess like, you know, it ended your relationship, but she was sort of understanding of just your mental state and how hard it all must have been. Yeah. I see. I see. I see. And then she watched Richard Pryor documentary. She's like, you know, his mom's a prostitute. Dad's a pimp. You're, you have a lot in common. I'm like, that's all I have in common. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that career. <laughs> I can see you lighting yourself on fire. Well, I've, I've accidentally lit myself on fire. <laughs> so you have that in common as well. You're the Richard Pryor of our of our day. You're the Richard <laughs> Pryor of our open mic uh, open mic community. Um, uh, wild. I sell okay. plasma for uh, slotted spots. Uh. <laughs> um, so wait, so the person you cheated with? Did you just cheat with one person? Uh yeah. Okay. Okay. You cheated with one person, and was that person? None of these people were comics, were they? No. No. Okay. How did you meet the person you cheated with? Okay, so I had a good set at the improv, and I was going to Taco Bell because I had the munchies, and this girl just starts going up to me. She's like, "Oh, we have a lot in common." She's Australian, so mm -hmm. yeah. And then she got me. Uh, she just kept DMing me. Did she see you at the improv? No. Okay. 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 I um, thought I was attractive, and you were just feeling—you were just feeling amped because you had a good set. Yeah, so like, 
you were riding the having a good set wave over to Taco Bell. You're like, I just had a good set at the improv. Let's go celebrate with some TV. You get in there and you, you just got like this glow of a guy who just rocked the improv. And this yeah. Australian babe's like, I can't, I can't keep my eyes off this uh, little surfer dude that clearly just had a good set at some big comedy club somewhere. Um, yeah, and I'm so hungry. I'm like, why is this girl talking to me? Because she was with her boyfriend. She was with her boyfriend, so she was cheating too, or was theirs yeah. an open relationship? Mm-hmm. It, it, she was cheating. She was cheating. She was cheating. And he he looked like a guy who could stab me. He looked like a guy who could stab you. Does he know that she cheated with you? Uh, I hope not. You hope not. You hope <laughs> not. So she just starts messaging you. Yeah. How does she get your contact info at the Taco Bell in front of her boyfriend? She just asked me for my Instagram. And I'm like, yeah, in front okay, of him? cool. Yeah. And how did well, he react to that? I have no idea. I think he was drunk. Well, I think they both were. But um, So she just starts messaging you. Yeah. And, and what uh, what like like I, I have this whole thing about um, how like macaroni and cheese taught me like what what, taught what cheating is like, because I've always had trouble. And this is the part of, this is the part I want to know about, because I've always had trouble with like the decision to act, the decision to cheat, because like at a certain point, you know, you're making this active decision and you're going through all these steps, it doesn't like, you know, you don't just meet at the Taco Bell and then instantly you're fucking, you know, there's like a whole process in between because it's like when I was on a diet yeah, and I'm doing really well and everything's going great and I'm healthy and I'm feeling good. And, you know, it's like I'm not eating the hottest food, but uh, I'm eating food that's good for me and loves me and takes care of me. And then one day I just find like a macaroni and cheese box that like I hadn't uh, eaten that was like hidden in my thing. And just like my brain snaps and suddenly I'm like boiling water. I'm going to the gas station to buy milk and butter. I'm coming back. I'm like mixing the milk. I'm mixing the butter. I'm putting in the cheese stuff. I'm stirring it up. Uh, I eat the whole bowl. And then I'm like, what have you done? Does it have seashells? You're a disgrace. No, I think it was just some Kraft mac and cheese. But like like the seashell one. My point is like cheating on my diet or breaking my diet that like I had been doing so well with and like really like enjoying like like the 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 positives of it was instantly ruined. Like like it just I had to go through all these steps to eat the mac and cheese and then I didn't feel good afterwards. It was just like a moment of pleasure. Now, when you cheated, like like what were how did you feel afterwards? Well, you see me on stage. I'm fairly spontaneous. You are, you are, but again, you had like, you had, did you go to her place when you cheated no. with her? Did she no. go to yours? Uh, no, I went to her car. You guys just did it in the car? We did it in the beach too. Did it on the beach too. Um, did this, was this like an affair? Like a single Sorry, you sounded auto tuned. <laughs> oh, sorry. Was this like an affair or was it like an instance? A one off? It was kind. Of, it was kind. Of, it was kind. Of, it was kind of an affair. Kind of an affair. Okay, and then, ah, um, uh, man, I was in a self-destructive path. Though, you were bro. in a self-destructive path, and then, how long were you with your girlfriend? Almost four years, but it was. It was kind of. We were kind of like, why are we staying together? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I know it's hard. It's sometimes it's hard to just you know cut the cut the cut the cord 
but uh, I guess, you know, you did it. You did it in your way. Yeah. And um, and then she broke up with you when she found out. Yeah. Well, she found out from a love letter you were, you were sent. Correct, which fell out of my pocket. She sent it she... in the mail? You, it no, no, it was, in my, it was in my pocket. It fell out. Yeah, yeah, but wait, how did you receive the love letter? Oh, she wrote it to me. Yeah, she yeah, but I'm saying she, she handed it to you. Yeah, yeah. So she loved you, this other girl. Well, she was, I don't know love. I think she was just, like, crazy. She was just crazy. I mean, yeah, she sounds crazy. And then did, once you broke up with your girlfriend, did you continue on at all with, uh, with the other girl? No. It ended both right there. What was the, what was, how did it end? Well, why did it end both? I felt bad, so I ended it, and she got mad. The Australian girl got mad. Yeah. She sent me a penny on Venmo. She sent you a penny? Yeah. What for? Uh, She's like, friendship. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Interesting, interesting, interesting. I think think she's with a guy in a motorcycle around her age, so they look like they're happy. Sure, sure, sure. And then, uh, but, and you've stayed friends with the ex. Yeah, I, I helped her get a uh, medicine and I gave her some money. So okay. I tested HGH before this outbreak happened. Really? You were testing HGH? Yeah, I was doing a clinical trial. You were doing a clinical trial? Uh, so like you get HGH while you're doing the clinical trial? Because you're not yeah. looking like exceedingly buff. I've seen, I feel like I've seen you looking buffer. Yeah, no, I, I haven't been, they didn't want you to exercise. Oh, so this is like just what happens to you if you just take HGH and then just sit on your ass and play video games and smoke weed? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, I not not smoke weed. I had I had, I had to get that shit out of my system. I tested negative. I passed the drug test. Wow, wow. Wait, but you've been smoking weed again now? Yeah. Oh, dude. After the trial, I'm like, time to get high. It's quarantine time. How long was this HGH trial for? Uh, I was there for eight days. Eight days. Hospital. Yeah. In the hospital. So they you stay in the hospital for the trial for the whole age. How much do they pay for this? Uh, 4000 Not a bad take for eight Dude, days. One injection right to the stomach. Needle right in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and then what do you do? What do you do during those eight days? Dude, I just, you know, I just hang out in the hospital, you know, uh, what were they studying? Like what? Like what is going on? Like would they just inject HGH and this? Let's see what this. Let's see what this character does running around a hospital on HGH for eight days. I mean, the problem is, you know, I, you know, and I just learned this uh, about steroids. The most disappointing thing about steroids is you have to work out to actually, uh, you know, get the results. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They but they, they don't. They wanted you to actively not work out. Yeah, which which is a bummer, you know. Which I mean, I wanna, I wanted, to, I wanted to get the, you know, I wanted to get that A rod. But form. so, like, what were they, what were they studying for? Do you know what they were studying oh, yeah. for? Okay. So, children who have uh, growth deficiencies, uh, they wanted to see how that dosage of HGH uh, looks like be- with healthy adult males, and they were comparing it between. Uh, I-, I said I was fully Caucasian and uh, Japanese uh, adults. <laughs> so. So, like, they're like, let's just see if it fucks this guy up. We'll give yeah, him $4,000 to see if this doesn't, if this amount of HGH does anything negative to him. And were there any negative side effects, did you feel? No, man. And are they observing you? Are they watching? Like, what's going on? Are they coming in and doing tests every day? Like, what, 
what happens over the course of those eight to eight days? Honestly, this was like the easiest one I've ever done. I just like hung out in the hospital and then they're like, all right, we need your blood sample. I'm like, okay. And then they just have us stay still for like a minute for 10 minutes. And then we're uh, good. Yo, I'm really good at not blinking. And they said, you, they're like, you're staying too still. Cause you're like, you can blink. And I'm like, I thought you said stay still. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess like they want you to stay in the hospital for eight days. So like you're not out doing anything that they couldn't like account for. Exactly. Like you're not out smoking pots after the HGH test and you're not like. They want. Well, they told they me want... not to surf or anything, but I taught lessons. and Over the eight days? Uh, no, before, before and after. Because you got to do two follow ups. Oh, OK. Oh, you're not supposed to. And you did anyway. Yeah. Because even even during the you know after Tom Hanks, like I I, I knew this I knew uh, I knew it was gonna be bad because the nurses were freaking out about Corona. Wait, so you you were how recently was the HGH trial? When did it end? Um, right. All right. So we're we're gonna do this like you know B C. Uh, it was a couple days after. Tom Hanks, uh, Tom Hanks was discovered. ETH, ATH. Yeah. You were in the ATH. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and then I was the only one who wanted to teach surf lessons after uh, after the trial was done. And then my boss was like, you know, this is a time to relax and, enjoy, you know, and, and not do anything physical. And then did I'm like, people, did people wa- still want surf lessons? Yeah, I taught two surf lessons uh, two days before everything got shut down. Wow. Yeah. Wow, crazy. Because wow. we, had, we had two tourists and then uh, some Australians. Just like, ah. The Australians love you, man. The Australians, yeah, Australians love me. Okay, so, so you also revealed to me that this wasn't your first clinical trial. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, right. So what was the craziest one? Which one, like, like was the most... Were you a completely different person before you started doing all these clinical Dude, trials? Says that I was the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, 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 were you just like a tall, just? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I was. I was. You know, when, when I started comedy, I was really buff because I used to work out all the time. Yeah, I remember. There's the story of you like fighting Cat Williams bodyguards or something. Yeah, I I was uh. I was with the. You were a door guy. Uh, at the I store. was getting stoned. Yeah, no, this is before I was a door guy. Oh, that was. Uh, I that, thought that was. I thought it was a door guy thing when you when you fuck out. No, there was a rumor of me being hired, and I was being, I you know I was in contention of getting it, and then I was just like I was hanging out with Naz actually, mm-hmm. and it was during Obama's second uh, term uh, when he won the election. Uh, I just turned twenty five. Um, I was getting high because I was waiting for the uh, open mic upstairs in the belly room because I was smoking with Naz and Cat Williams is running around with Mitt Romney signs uh, and he's got like two women like dressed in camo fatigues with Romney Ryan signs and um, yeah so he, Jamar took a photo of him and then Cat Williams leaps over the wall and he goes you're going to exercise your right as an American? And then he's like, yeah. And then Cat Williams like, I'm guess I'm going to exercise my right as an American too. You're a pussy. And everyone just like looks at Jamar and then Jamar is like, 
Cat Williams, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Then Cat Williams slaps Jamar or, or tries to slap. This is like the slow motion. It's like, and I'm like sit. I'm like standing there the whole time. And my my my. I'm I'm like I'm still trying to be like this is the fun. This looks hilarious. And then Jamar move, dodges his slap. Then this big linebacker like goes through the hallway. I don't remember what happened, but I said, "Well, hey, if he breaks it up, I'll um, yeah, I, I won't. I, I'll, you know, hopefully he'll break it up or you know, just get him away. But if he attacks Jamar, I'm gonna have to uh, I'll, 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 I'll defend Jamar. And then uh, and then he attacked him, and then my whole brain was like, "Fuck, man, I gotta do it." So I jump on the guy's back, I grab him with my arm, and then I just start punching him. Uh, like, I, I punched him like three times, and Jamar's punching him. I kind of like went blank, and I'm like, I'm going to hit the ground. Cause I don't know if you've been to a fight, but usually sometimes, especially when a guy's bigger than you, you're going to hit the ground. Oof. But, uh, so, yeah. would you say you won the fight? Yeah, dude, I didn't get hurt. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Are you and Jamar like bros for life now because of it? Oh, we were always friends before. I love Jamar. Yeah. I love Cat Williams, too. Um, Dude, Dude, Jamar and I both say it's like, Cat Williams is our... One of our favorite comics. <laughs> <laughs> like I always, I always say, I always do that. I'm like, dude, that guy is funny. I, as a person who runs around on the floor, I, you know, I have a huge admiration for, uh, for uh, someone that animated. So did this all happen at the store? Yeah, oh, so it was at me. the store, and yeah. you did end up working as a door guy, or you didn't? Yeah, I did. Uh, oh, did. Like, and then. Two weeks before this, I stopped a mugging. You stopped a mugging. Yeah, I signed up at the comedy store, and I was uh, I, I was I was running to uh, Marty's because I, I wanted to make the I wanted to make an open mic. I'm committed to it, you know. And, uh, and and I see this woman say, "Help, help!" And I see this guy and this woman running, and I'm like, "All right, I guess I'll take down this." I, I'm running. I'm I'm running up the hill on a Martell. In front of Marty's, and I'm like, "Which one stole it?" And then I saw the purse, and I saw this like 100 pound uh, Eastern European woman <laughs> without shoes on, <laughs> and I, I just I sprint because I'm, I'm I'm on sunset, so I take off, I run up, <laughs> I just like slowly grab her <laughs> like this, and then I'm like, "All right, here's your purse." And I'm like, "All right," and I just took off. <laughs> so wait, the purse was stolen by a woman. Yeah. And you went and stole the purse back and then yeah. gave it to... What was the confrontation like with the woman who stole the purse? Ah, oh, dude, I, I, I don't remember, man. I was, like, so high. <laughs> You're like a stoned superhero. Maybe, like, all these uh, all these uh, studies, these, these uh, studies you've signed up for have, like, given you superpowers. Um, but wait, so wait, what was the craziest study you've ever done? Oh, craziest! I I did an all timers. I had to give blood samples every hour. Hour, like what were they testing for the Alzheimer's one? Um, I'm trying to remember what the effects were supposed to be. But There's so uh, much material in this that like you never really talk about. Yeah, I used to talk about it more, but I couldn't do it because I I w- I thought I was allergic to penicillin. Then a couple weeks ago, or a couple months ago, this year, I found out 
that adults outgrow penicillin allergies. I I I outgrew my penicillin allergy allergy. I used to be allergic to penicillin as well, and I am no longer. Oh, dude, yeah, it's it's important to know, you know, because mm-hmm. that way you know you can take the antibiotic. But I had money signs when I found out I wasn't allergic to it. You know, I like dollars. <laughs> Time to go put this to the test. Yeah, man, I was excited. But you know what, though, it sucks because I don't, I don't like, I don't like bringing it up. Because uh, Brian the Cable Viewer gives me shit, even if I mention it. Ryan like I was cable, Ryan the Cable Viewer of all people. The guy <laughs> is named Ryan the Cable. Ryan the Cable Viewer. <laughs> is like the results of an experiment. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I got nervous talking about it. But I was auditioning for stuff Mm -hmm. before this whole thing happened. Like I auditioned for a TV show and a movie part. You know, yeah, I I, I never look, by the way, if you audition, don't look up the showrunner because then you're like, oh, that person at an academy award <laughs> you get you you saying you psych yourself out looking up the showrunner dude yeah because i do you know it, when we go on stage we're comfortable but dude the the marking in a camera kind of messes with you because mm, this part was a stoner they gave me dramatic lines i'm like dude what what are you doing to me so wait so do you say you had bad auditions i mean i was doing better <laughs> i i had a I had Jordan help me, and Jordan uh, would tell me if I did bad. The hound dog, the hound dog, you had help from the hound dog. dog. What a motley crew! What a motley crew! uh, All you guys are. Have you uh, have you been chatting with Ben at all? Uh, I haven't been chatting with Ben. Um, Ben just keeps posting his videos. Ben's very bad at answering his text. He uh, yeah yeah. I've had that experience. Uh, I guess I should I should probably ask him to do the show at some point. I love uh, should I love Ben? <laughs> he, did he, um he's did <laughs> what? I said I he I even get, dude he doesn't answer his. I told him he had a gig right. They they wanted him to do a show in front of an audience and then he didn't answer his phone. He's like I thought I thought I thought it was I thought it was my. Uh, the creditors that were after me. Liz, uh, Liz Glazer and I booked Ben on a show that he uh, never showed up to. But you know, it was it was that I Christmas that one. It was, it was that Christmas one. It was that Christmas one. Yeah. So, he had like, a meltdown. He had a meltdown. I did. You had a because, meltdown because the, everybody kept on saying, "Oh, your family, your family." Oh, FBI. Oh, my house, my my childhood home got foreclosed on. You know. <laughs> Where's your mom? My mom's in Tennessee. She's in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. My stepmom's in uh, Vegas. Dude, the FBI went and interviewed my stepmom. My brother got pulled over by the FBI, had guns pointed at him. <laughs> Wait, so so your parents are divorced? Yeah. Okay. And I found out my stepmom and dad were divorced, but they're still technically married. It's a weird thing. Ooh. And uh, is your, was your brother tied up in everything? No, my brother was just like driving my dad's car and the FBI pulled him over. Oh, thinking it was your dad because he was driving your dad's car. Man, wild. Oh, guns pointed at him. That must have been scary. Have you ever had a gun pointed at you? Yeah, um, by the police and by my friend on St. Patrick's Day. Why'd your friend pull a gun on you? Uh, he was on Jameson. And I wasn't even mad that he pulling a gun at me. I was just mad that he pointed a gun at his mom. That really bothered me. I'm like, <laughs> Was he just joking around? 
No, he was dude, when he gets my, my when uh he got drunk. This is before I did comedy. He, I would hang out. Uh, uh he he's like uh, he would get like really angry, and he had a laser gun. You know, the laser pointer. He pointed it at his um uh, mom, and I'm like, yo, that's not cool, man. And then and then and then he pointed it at me. I'm like, yo, don't point it at your mom. Jeez. I didn't really, I didn't even get upset. I was just like, why are you doing this? Jeez. I should have got. I should have been more mad. But yeah, that's fucking crazy. Now, now, now you've got one pointed at you through oh, uh, Instagram. Look at that prop. It's, uh, it's uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's. I use it to to hopefully scare off potential intruders. <laughs> I'm gonna get myself killed. I'm just gonna hide in my room. Yeah, yeah. Duck and cover. Yeah. I I, I don't trust myself with any kind of gun. Oh, I'd be terrible. I fidget because I play with this one so much. I'm constantly like this, and I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to be like the guy in Tiger King. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was I going to say? So, um, what have, your, have, you, have you been hanging out with your roommates at all since you've been, uh, since the quarantine? Well, I got drunk a couple nights ago. And then, yeah, man, uh, with, you know, so usually, usually it's getting, I'm usually getting, dude, I cannot handle vodka, man. Oof. Oof. I woke up, I had some Gatorade, I puked blue shit out of my, (laughs) (laughs) wild, slime, wild, 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 um, Florida, what, like, Florida's a high risk. I know, I know. It makes me really nervous, but they're, uh, you know, they they have a nice place and it's in a community, and they're just staying hunkered down over there. So, my mom has, you know, she keeps the house so stocked with food. It just, I'm sure they're. She a Costco shop. She just like when I go home to visit, there's just so much food in the house to begin with. So it's like, you know, even even if she hadn't gone out and prepped, which I'm sure she did, um, uh, they'd have been fine. Yeah, because my mom called me and she was like, yeah, I cooked all this food. I'm like, yo, I can't eat that much. I'm like, I haven't been eating. You haven't been eating? Not much. Yeah, ever since the dude, I have no appetite ever since I was in the hospital. Oh, <laughs> I guess that answers one of the uh, <laughs> questions. I have no appetite ever since. <laughs> it was a good punch. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Jared, anything you wanna anything you wanna promote? To tell tell our our listeners before. Um... Uh, well, I downloaded TikTok, and then when I downloaded it, I'm like, why am I doing this? I couldn't, dude, when you open it, it just, like, shows you all these, like, silly skits. Like, yo, you know, some guy throwing paintball while, with auto-tune. Mm-hmm. I can't oh. do it. I want to do it, but I can't. It's hard. I, I had downloaded TikTok. I, I, I haven't done it. And also, um, I don't want to talk about it. But uh, I didn't. Uh, I'm not doing. I'm not doing the TikTok thing right now. But I'm doing did a lot you of do stuff. Vine? What? Did I, you... I did a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of Vine when it was out. But I guess TikTok's the thing. I guess that's what people are doing, right? Yeah, man. Because you know, when, with social media, you know, because I know you're doing a lot of stuff on Instagram. Is your web series getting more views? 
mean, it, got, it, got, it got a couple of views on Instagram, but it did horribly. It did horribly on all platforms. It's way better of a show than it performed, but you know, no one cares. <laughs> it's almost like the more it's almost like the more effort you put into something, the less people care about it. That's why TikTok's popular. Yeah, because it's like no effort. I mean, it's like a, no yeah, yeah. So, um, so I don't know. I do like little Instagram videos now, like in the stories, dumb, stupid, short things that. Uh, <laughs> You know, here's my th- my thing on social media and this podcast too. It's like, it's like, in stand up, it's always been my philosophy about all of it. Do it for you, and anything extra that comes of it is gravy. But if you're like yeah. doing it with an expectation, you're gonna deal with just so much heavy disappointment. You know. Exactly. So just like keep putting stuff out there, keep trying, keep making things, keep trying to find your voice, keep trying to like. Do uh, do interesting stuff and and hopefully, you know, if you're good, uh, eventually something will click. And then when you use social media, put as little effort as possible. Yeah, just do it. Do what you want when you want to do it. All right, all right, Jared. Thanks so much for uh, coming on the show. Uh, oh, I knew I knew it would me. be a wild episode. I was looking forward to. It. I was just waiting for the right moment. Uh, uh, oh, I was so excited when you messaged me because I have nothing going on. So I'm like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, you, you, you were on my list. I I kind of like. Like you had messaged me about doing it right at the point at which I was starting to put out my web series, and I just kind of like was taking a, a short break from doing episodes, and then um, and now I'm backlogged. But you're you I was excited to have you, and oh, yeah. uh, and I knew it was be I knew it would be <laughs> a wild episode, and it was. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you have any questions, you want me to talk about anything on the show, you can email me at quarantinepodcast at gmail uh, I believe I've gotten zero emails so far from <laughs> anyone about anything, but uh, maybe maybe start now. Like, subscribe. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Quarantine with Josh Edelman. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and I will see you all soon. Stay safe, everybody. <laughs>